Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 98 Teams Microcast. I'm Wasim Parkar. It's time to talk about uh, Tottenham Hotspur beating Borussia Dortmund 3-0 at Wembley uh, in a fantastic result for the Spurs faithful. Uh, certainly, there was a lot of excitement ahead of this match. I thought it was going to be one of the matches of the round, if not the match of the round. And on some levels, I think the game didn't live up to expectations. And uh, on some others, it did. Uh, right off the bat, I think uh, both teams, uh, both managers made some interesting first 11 selections. Uh, I certainly did not expect uh, Mauricio Pochettino to play all of uh, Davinson Sanchez, Toby Alderweireld, Jan Wertongen, and Juan Foyth. All four excellent centre-backs, of course, with a few diverse skill sets as well. Uh, but I did not expect all four of them to be on the team sheet. Uh, of course, it goes without saying that Juan Foyth was actually not a part of Spurs' registered 25 players for the first phase of the Champions League. And uh, Mauricio Pochettino was adamant that Spurs had to fix that for the knockouts, and they did. I didn't expect Jan Wertongen to have a comfortable night on uh, as a left-back against Jadon Sancho. And in the first half, that really was the story because uh, not a lot went through the center of the pitch. Uh, I thought uh, Ashraf Hakimi and Jadon Sancho were giving Wertongen a torrid time and that's where Dortmund's chances to score came from on the flanks. Christian Pulisic also had one chance when one fight made an error that was almost expensive for Spurs. Uh, but in general, it was on that flank against Wertongen that Jadon Sancho uh, and Ashraf Hakimi were making hay for the visitors. I thought Lucien Favre's selection was interesting as well. Uh, obviously, uh, as I alluded to in the preview, Marco Royce's absence uh, was a hammer blow for Borussia Dortmund, not only because of his undoubted skill and class with the ball and his scoring ability, but also because he is sort of the leader of the team. And I think they really missed that presence uh, in this game. Uh, so Mario Goetze played as a forward because Paco Alcacer, their high-impact substitute, was also injured. Uh, and I think that immediately immediately made Borussia Dortmund a little less potent. Yes, Borussia Dortmund created those chances. And sometimes we tend to think because a team creates more chances, they're playing well and they're dominating. I don't necessarily think it was due to Dortmund imposing a pattern. They just saw a weakness on the flank and they were exploiting that flank again and again. It's not that Dortmund were playing particularly well as a unit or with a clear plan. Uh, so I think Farrer's selection backfired a little bit because I don't think Mario Goetze can play as a sole forward in such a game in the Champions League, at least not at this stage in his career. I think he's better suited to being uh, a false nine. Uh, Mario Goetze is infinitely a better player when he's involved a little bit in the build-up as well. Just being in the box just doesn't suit him. Uh, also, the inclusion of Christian Pulisic from the start caught me a little bit by surprise. Not that Pulisic is not a talented player, but the fact that Rafael Guerrero has been delivering so many goals from that attacking position over there. To start him on the bench, I was a little bit bemused by that. And then the other selection that caught me off guard a little bit was Mahmoud Daoud starting. Again, very talented playmaker, no doubt about it. Possibly will be a very good player going forward. But uh, in his time at Dortmund, since he's joined Borussia Dortmund from Borussia Mönchengladbach, I think he's shown that he doesn't necessarily have the best tactical aptitude 
aptitude. And as the game panned out, even in the second half when Dortmund were chasing an equalizer, what was strange to me was that Dahoud was playing deeper alongside Axel Witzel, while Thomas Delaney, who's more of a physical sort of defensive midfielder, was taking up positions in the box. So I think Lucien Favre really did make some mistakes. But that's not to take any credit away from Spurs. I'm sorry, I've spoken for four minutes and haven't even gotten to Spurs' second half performance. I just thought uh, setting up uh, the tactical story was important. And football is a funny game. That's why we love this game. I thought Vertonghen was being completely dominant in the first half, and yet he plays such a crucial role in the second half. I mean, Jan Vertonghen is a quality player. There's no doubt about his pedigree. Uh, But for him to be so decisive, first of all, firing in the cross for Son's assist and Son. What a champion of a player. For me, he's one of the outstanding candidates for player of the season. I'm not saying he is the player of the season. I'm saying he deserves to be mentioned uh, in that conversation. A deserved first goal. And then Vertonghen himself finishing beautifully for the second goal. Great cross from Serge Aurier. Uh, and then uh, the icing on the cake was Fernando Llorente's header. Now, I expected Fernando Llorente to start from the beginning because Dortmund have shown a vulnerability in defense, especially against set pieces. Uh, but as things turned out, it wasn't a decisive uh, um I don't want to use the word error, but that's the only one that's coming to my mind right now. It wasn't a decisive uh, mistake to not start Urente. I think one crucial thing that changed in the second half, though, was that Christian Eriksen started to take up various different positions across the pitch. He wasn't just playing in an attacking midfield role. He went deeper, he went out wide, he went left, he went right. And I think that made a big difference because I felt from the beginning, even in the first half, when Borussia Dortmund were creating those chances, I thought Borussia Dortmund's central midfield was there to be exposed and there to be taken. And I think Christian Eriksen moving and taking up smarter positions helped Spurs control the second half much better and thus resulting in a richly deserved 3-0 victory. So onwards and upward for Spurs, all the ludicrous criticism uh, that Mauricio Pochettino got for uh, getting eliminated from the League Cup and FA Cup. And once again, I should say League Cup semi-finals on penalties. It's not like Spurs wanted to lose that match. Uh, League Cup and FA Cup now seem so unnecessary. They're in a great position both in the Premier League, uh, just hanging on to the coattails of the leaders and now one foot in the Champions League quarterfinals. For Borussia Dortmund, uh, I think it's been a bit of a chastening 10 days. They got eliminated from the DFB Pokal, threw a 3-0 lead away in the Bundesliga and now lost 3-0. So they've conceded nine goals in their last three games. Some defensive issues uh, that Lucien Favre really has to sort out. It is a young and inexperienced defense, so they have to go through these growing pains. But, but, bigger picture over here, guys. Would Borussia Dortmund take winning the Bundesliga and elimination from the Champions League round of 16? Considering the fact that Borussia Dortmund have been 20 to 30 points behind Bayern Munich in the last two seasons, I think winning the Bundesliga has to be the top priority. Uh, Yes, they are a big European club, but this is a team that is just at the beginning of a transition. And at the beginning of this transition, if they can win the Bundesliga successfully, uh, I think most fans would agree uh, they'd be fine with losing in the Champions League. It is not the end of the world for them. But kudos to Spurs, commiserations to Borussia Dortmund. For now, I'm Basim Parkar, signing out.